Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. How are you? I'm grand. Now that you just asked me how I am, I feel I've got a bit of a headache that I didn't realise I knew I had beforehand. But do you know what that, that probably is? What? Killer migraine coming on. Do you know what? I kind of have been having a few more headaches than I'm, I'm used to. And I think it's to do with these last couple of weeks. I've been pretty tired. Mm. I think it's just, you know, the change in the seasons. I've been a bit more tired, so I've been taking naps now not like every day but every couple of days i'll just lie down for maybe half an hour at at lunchtime if i'm not running or just after work and i always get a headache after i nap Hmm. so napping is absolutely useless and i know it's absolutely useless but still i do it and feel like a boiled turd afterwards Uh, yes it's an awful thing really the napping um and i'm lucky that that's one of the big benefits recently of my blood pressure coming down a bit is because I had to nap the whole time with it. And now I don't have to do that as much, even though I was going to do a bit of napping before this show, but I just couldn't doze off. Sure, you'd be useless to the world. How are you doing? I'm good. I was doing a bit of filming today. You're doing a bit of filming. Very good. For your burgeoning porn career. Oh, I wouldn't say burgeoning. The... How was it? Just a quick in and out? It was good. We were out in Curra Chase doing a bit, doing a bit of filming. Talking. That's open uh, air. So yeah, it was all all in. It was quite good. Very tiring though, because you're on the whole time. Even you know, even when you're just chilling. Would you like to give your bit of filming a plug? I think it's a bit premature to give it a bit of a plug, but uh, hopefully something will come. You're you're not really helping this. I don't do porn case here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm tired after that. But I'm good form. I haven't had as good a week. Not that it was a bad week, but weight-wise, I haven't budged. Tell you what, I had a takeaway over the weekend and I was unintentionally healthy. Go on. Right, I was helping some mates move. I say I was helping them move. Um, if, if you know them, then it's a typically them way to start moving a house. They haven't told their landlords they're moving yet, so... They were afraid, they live with their landlord, so they were afraid to take any bags out in case he'd cop what they were doing. Jesus so they just Christ. went over to the house to decide where they would put their things when they got them over. So I was supposed to be, you know, helping move stuff and, and decorate a little bit. But instead, we just sat there pointing out what could be done and drinking Guinness. And yeah, yeah. So we decided to get a takeaway and we were ordering Japanese. I generally don't get Japanese food because even though I like Asian street food, I'm, I'm not a big fan of like Chinese takeaway that we get here and stuff. So I, it's not well, something Japanese, I usually go for. Very different food. I don't like sushi either. I like sushi. Anyway, I, I ordered a, a Japanese style curry, which had like breaded chicken in it, which I thought with curry would be a little unusual. So I give, give that a go and boiled rice and then some like, you know, curry sauce and all the implements. And when it arrived, there was no curry with it. Oh. So effectively what I had done was get delivered breaded chicken, dry breaded chicken and dried rice, which is just the children's menu in any yeah. place you go. So I had the unintentionally healthy meal of dry chicken and dry rice. Was it nice even? No, it was just dry breaded chicken and rice. Well, dry breaded chicken can be lovely sometimes. Like no, it was it, nice dry breaded chicken. No, no, it was very dry and very flat. So I just, um, 
Yeah, thorough disappointment. Mm, that is disappointing. It's that's meant to be the treat. I had to improvise a healthy fast food option this week. Go on. I was in, in town and I could feel myself waning. So I needed to get something to eat because I had, I, I was just, you know, I was starting to crash and I needed to steady the ship. So I was standing in town and I was like, what can I get here now that will both satiate me and be keto or or at least on the keto scale there so i was kind of going mm, i could maybe go to chicken hut and get chicken without the chips my fucking dick now can you get a healthy takeaway out of chicken hut steve that is bollocks e, the, yeah the, the it's, not, it's well, not keto if it comes from chicken hut the only thing really is that's the problem there is the bread on the is the the batter on the the chicken because and the fat. grease is cooked in but the grease the grease grease is grand for keto because no uh, grease and no, fat sorry are, now, but that's are fine absolutely... no. they're fine no they're uh, not the problem what? is the problem is the carbohydrates so like chips were definitely out it may be technically of... keto but it's not it's like come on now now i didn't go for that option even though i was thinking about it okay I, Ended up going to Abra Kebabra and getting a Donner Kebab and eating the meat out of the middle of it and leaving the bread. No. Keto. Okay. For that price and effort. The price could... was the price was quite depressing actually because I got I got like a Coke Zero and because you you know I couldn't get a meal because I couldn't eat the chips and. Because I was throwing away the br- it just paying nine euros for fucking the bit of meat in the middle. Yeah, and you could have just depressing. went to Tesco and got a packet of meat or something like that. Like, what was like so urgent that you, you know, and there's healthy places in Limerick. Like what? We talked about the vegan place last week. Are they still going? But they would actually be absolute opposite of what I'm doing. Going to the vegan places because all of the vegan stuff is generally carbohydrate filled. So go to the fucking deli counter in Centra or something then. Abracabra. But the thing is, what I needed was something with a bit of meat in it. And sauces are okay generally unless they're like super sweet sauces. But the big thing is I can't have my carbs. You're cutting yourself there now and you know it. I actually thought because there's fuck all in it anyway. Starting, I thought it was. I thought it was real. I thought I was being being bang on with that one now, because like no chips or anything. You know, I didn't eat the bread off it, so all I had was a few strips of the meat from the middle with a bit of sauce in it, which was very expensive. I will say for what it was, but I I had no carbs. I'm actually logging on to the filibusters Twitter page there. You can get us on at the filibusters, which is generally where we post all our health binge stuff uh, mm. when it comes to Twitter. And I'm going to put up a poll saying at Abra Kebabra, a donor kebab eaten without the pita, keto or not keto. I will say while I was standing outside making my decisions, I did look up and they said donor kebab without the bread would be a keto option. Fuck off, does it say that on the door? It says it, it, says it on Reddit. On the keto pages on Reddit. Yeah, okay, but I'll it doesn't my... say it on... Yeah, if you're making it yourself, maybe, or something like that, but you're not... Obviously, if you're making it yourself, you'd have more control over it, but I was in town. This was my, my, my good option. And I, I 
I'm pretty confident in this. The only thing I'm, I'd be concerned about is the sauces in it. Right, I've put that up on Twitter now. Follow us on at the filibusters and answer our poll. Hopefully Abercrombie will answer it as well because I did tag them. I've given it five days, so that will be two days to be published and three days afterwards for people to answer. I'm not fucking letting you away with this one. <laughs> That's what I did. I haven't been running as much this week. And running this, away from reality. I went for a run yesterday. I went for a 10k walk, all right. But I really need I really need to up the ante on that again. Because, like, like I said, my weight, it went up a bit. And then I brought it back down to the 20k. But I need to up the ante again. And the only way, really, I will achieve that is through running. What did you go up to? It bounced initially back to around 10 pounds and I brought it back down to the 20 again. Jesus, 10 pounds in a week is still very good. It is, but it, it, on both sides of it, it was sort of, I think I was reaching too far to to the 20 mm. in the sense that there's, as you know, some of that was probably just me pushing myself a little bit too hard. And then I'd say when I jumped up to the 10, I'd say that wasn't reflective either. I'd say it was probably just holding water or whatever. And probably a bit dehydrated on the other end. So I'd say I was probably actually somewhere in the middle. And I just steadied the ship a bit. But I want to keep it moving. And I want to lose a bit more weight. I'm going back. We This is one of the reasons actually why I didn't do as much running. We had three matches in a week in football. And I was going to the matches. But I was a sub. Which meant I wasn't getting the exercise there. But also it was taking up my evenings. So that was That was one of the things that was kind of throwing me off. Um, but we're finished with that now, except we are playing a challenge against the miners tomorrow, and I'm going to go along to that, which is kind of awful as well because the fucking miners they run rings around you. Well, we've already talked about six year olds jumping up and hitting you a dig. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I'm going to do that tomorrow, and I'm going back playing my five side football soccer. Great. Which and I'm you're going to push yourself with the running again then too. And I'm going to push myself with the running. So all in that should be, hopefully this will be a productive week and I'll get it down. I'm kind of trying to target that two stone mark. Yeah. It would be good to, to, even if I don't hit it this week, to be in that ballpark. I've found now my running this week has been a lot harder than it has been thus far i think maybe because the weather was so nice or or whatever or maybe i'm just feeling a little run down because i need a holiday or whatever but i'm finding it so much harder to get myself motivated like i still i still don't let myself not go out there's only one day a week i'll say okay you can take today off but actually going out and telling myself now's the time to run as opposed to i'll get to it at some point today is becoming a lot harder yeah yeah now and but when, when i am out i'm i am running faster then I ran, say, up to now. So I know there's progress there. But That's good. I'm still stopping bits and, I, and I'm getting a bit too forgiving in, okay, you can stop now for, you know. I think the most important thing is to be doing it, though. Yeah, well, I don't let myself away with not doing it. It's, you know, it is six days a week and seven if I can. But the thing that's been really getting to me this week is actually the other side of, of the health thing. It's the what the fuck is my life thing after this many months of, social shut in mm. I, i've been thinking recently and i get I, this definitely applies to me but i imagine it applies to other introverts as well as you know i'm a very shy retiring wallflower social interactions i find are very much suffering like i've become less comfortable in social scenarios now because i think with almost you know 
six months, seven months of not being forced into social situations where you have to meet strangers, where you have to talk to people you don't know. Those skills for someone who they don't come naturally to just seem to be wearing away a bit. Now, I was never fantastic with strangers in the first place, but I think the thoughts now of interacting with strangers and people I don't know and just larger social groups than like the two or three people I'm used to. I'm actually feeling like uh, physically anxious about. Yeah, I I get that. I'm not I'm not great with larger groups. I far prefer kind of one on one or you know maybe a small group of people. But yeah, larger groups kind I find it a little exhausting sometimes. It is, and I think like. Uh, if someone can identify themselves as an introvert they really need to be keeping an eye on this kind of thing because like I had to go to a, a social occasion recently and I was dreading it just because well like definitely the oh my god there's gonna be so many people here and you know what's safe and what isn't but also the oh god what do I talk to people about and if I'm stuck on my own talking to just one person what do I say to them you know that that anxiety is becoming a lot more present than it would have been when I was used to being in social situations and I think like I've been speaking to a couple of of people I know who are similarly introverted and they've sort of expressed that they're a bit happy about that side of things that lockdown hasn't forced them to commit to social engagements that they mightn't want to go to but felt they had to go to and I feel people are, are using it as an excuse to not commit to situations or to say okay well now I don't have to do that and they're getting too used to indulging themselves in this habit of well I don't have to go places now because I have an excuse and once we get back to the to, to normality uh, the way it was in the before times in the long long ago readjusting to that is going to be extremely hard it is like I don't know it depends on very much depends on my own mood as well um, because some sometimes if I'm a little overwhelmed it makes it an awful lot harder whereas like Heading off filming today didn't knock a funk out of me. But I think that was largely because, you know, I'm generally doing okay. Actually, I will say the the running is really good for that side of the thing for me as well. In that it, it alleviates a bit of anxiety because I think I'm not thinking as much. Or I, I just, yeah, I'm not overthinking things as much. Because That's a big of, old endorphin boost. Yeah, yeah. So I actually do think that that makes a huge difference. It's something I just, I need to incorporate and just, that's what I do now. It's not a case of this is what I'm doing for, for the diet. I just need to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it is, exercise is important for your mental I, health too. I, I probably, I probably like when I'm not trying to lose weight, I probably should roll it back and try, but just make sure I get out for like even five or three K a day, just that I'm doing it regardless of, you know, because 10k obviously takes a toll on you over time. And it's a lo- it's a long amount it's of actual a- time per day to dedicate. That is true, yeah, it is a long time long amount of time per day. So what do you think people who are introverted should be doing right now to battle these feelings? Like starting we- a health podcast. Yeah, which you can do entirely from home and not have to see anybody. Yeah, like we've been but- talking Every week, and sometimes more than once a week at the start, for four, five months now, and mm. I haven't actually seen you. I haven't had to look at you. I think I do think I actually do think this is a it was a good good decision to have to check in <laughs> to make sure you're not fucking gone a bit wonky. That's fair. So, what about people who don't have the um, luxury of having the time to do a podcast? Should should we be 
forcing ourselves to go into situations that make ourselves uncomfortable if they're just situations that would have been normal to other people or maybe to you beforehand in the long, long ago? Or should we indulge our comfort zones a little bit more and take it slowly? I think indulge the comfort zones. I think if you push yourself out, you'll only get end up back in your arse. I actually think it's better to do it at your own leisure, but make sure you're doing it nonetheless. You don't want to fucking go the other way and be inventing the spruce moose. Yeah, good old Howard Hughes. Well, there you are. Wise words from Dr. Stephen. It's also important to try and maintain social social connections and stuff because it's very easy to let them lapse. Yeah, well, th- that's exactly what I'm talking about is like, if you're in any way introverted, you can just be happy on your own for months and months mm. at a stretch and not think about the relationships you've fostered. And then when everything opens back up again, you're just in the habit of being isolated, even though you didn't realize it, because that's just who you are. You're generally, you know, happy on your own. And then when the world kicks off again, that fear is going to almost have you, you know, kept behind. But there is an out of sight, out of mind thing in that you could let relationships that you kind of probably took for granted a little just collapse. And it's, you know, it's important to maybe just just bear them in mind and try nurse them and just make sure, you know, send a message to someone you haven't spoke to in a good while. Call See your how they're, That kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, it's just something that's been on my mind. Another thing I've been thinking about then is just personal habits, you know? Like, I feel I'm quite an organised <laughs> you, dude. You're digging into the nose, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm quite a, an organised dude, almost anally so, some might say. And since lockdown has started, some of that has really heightened and some of it has really waned. Like my kind of day planner that I would keep generally of not work things, but just like Adam things that need to happen day to day. I don't consult that or fill it out as much anymore because whether it's just the days are emptier or whether, you know, I'm just not doing as many things. I feel like that kind of organization has fallen away. Like I'm not ironing clothes anymore, whereas before ironing would always happen you know, after seven o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah, I don't iron clothes. I like ironing clothes. I think it's it, it, it is a kind of mindful exercise for me because I can tune out and just, you know, be 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 there and, and doing my ironing, and it's satisfying because you have nice, you know, crisp clothes afterwards. I never, I don't like ironing because I always find it unsatisfactory. I always f- kind of look at it and go, it's not as straight as I'd like. There's this one bit of a wrinkle there, or you know. Uh, there'll always be that unless you get it pro- professionally done or steamed or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't like ironing anyway as a thing. I, I might iron if, if like if I had a shirt I wanted to wear and it just, yeah, no, like, you can't wear that out. So I might iron that, but, you know, generally day-to-day stuff I don't iron. Okay. I do try dry shirts by hanging them. How do you find your dressing these days? Oh, shorts have become a kind of a general staple. Really? Yeah, and I was never a shorts wearer, even in the height of summer, but um, just because I'm not going out. And I, I have also taken, one of the big things that I've taken from this and I intend to keep is shoes that don't have laces or that have fake laces. You old fucker. I've just, yeah, these are fucking great. I got a shitty pair in Aldi one day and I, I was like this is brilliant it's just like having slippers and then i got like fancier ones because i was like i'm committed to this now you're too young for loafers they're not loafers they're just fake shoes kind of fake laces fake laces yeah that's no 
<coughs> no, no, no. They're uh, uh, well. I haven't seen them. Maybe they're lovely, but I don't know. What I bought this week was a pair of runners that wasn't for running, which I felt was a huge departure for me. Because a pair of runners that weren't for running. Yeah, as in ones that I wasn't going to use for exercise, just for romping about, like. Techies, like. Techies, like yeah, but they were they were nice ones. They were like reasonably. I was like investing in. Oh, these are runners I'll wear for to Tesco or to whatever because I'm a I'm a boot or a dress shoe dude, so that's always be what I wear or what's in my comfort zone. And over lockdown, I was like, well, why the fuck? I can't be wearing these all the time because I'm just at home or I'm just going to Tesco. I'm not going anywhere nice where I need to dress up. Mm. And it made me realize besides the runners I have for actual running, they may be the only pair of like good runners I've I, I've bought ever. What, what brand are they? Uh, New Balance. And are they very runnery? Because like you can get halfway house runner things. They're like the runners like. So I was watching this video, um, girl from Limerick, and it was on a TikTok. She was talking about her tackies, and she was saying that she got, um, she got a puncture in her tackies, uh, and she was speed wobbling. So, sorry, go back and re-say all of that. Uh, so this one, she got a puncture in her tackies, and she was speed wobbling. So she thought she'd have to throw them out, but a friend of hers told her she can pump them up, and lo and behold, you can pump up your tackies. What the fuck does any of that mean, Stephen? What do you mean? What's a speed wobble? A speed wobble is when you're when you're walking, you're kind of like wobbling. No. Uh-uh. Wobbling how? Okay, sorry, go on. How was she pumping up her tackies then? With the pump. What fucking air does her shoes have in? Well, you know, like pumps, you know, the tackies with the fucking air in the soles of them. She lifted up the, the sole part, you know, when you put your foot into the shoe, there's a kind of a part there, and she pulled it back, and lo and behold, there was a kind of a nozzle there, you could pump it up. She must have had very specialist shoes now, to be fair. No, she didn't know anything about this until somebody told her you can pump up your shoes. Well, send me on this video, that sounds absolutely... Yeah, very intrigued about that, but yeah, okay, maybe I'll give my shoes now a pump up. Pump, pump, pump. But yeah, I do. I find over over lockdown, just my, I'm wearing a lot more t-shirts. Maybe we've talked about this before, but just like I, I was always a shirt dude. Now I, I will wear a shirt if even once a week. It's just t-shirts, not jeans because I don't own jeans, but like just more casual pants and runners. And I'm like, who the fuck am I? And I think that that's a, I'm like, what what's that going to be like when lockdown ends? Am I going to go back to the way I was dressed before? Or is my style going to change? Like, I, I guess lots of people are, this is a very microcosm of the identity crises many people are feeling over lockdown. But for me, this is how it's surfacing. In other areas, in larger areas as well, of course. But this small little moon orbiting the planet of identity. One other feature I've had of the lockdown dress was Aldi were selling linen shirts one day. And I bought some linen shirts off them. And they're very comfortable and loose fitting. And I, I just... I wear them with shorts and uh, you've just become a Panamanian gangster over lockdown. I'm 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 all about these linen shirts and my shorts and You're my... really fucking Pablo Escobar like with your linen shirt and your slip on shoes and your life of leisure and your shorts. Like what have you become? Yeah. I do hope that I don't let this seep into my, my normal this doesn't become the new the new normal for me. Island boy, Stephen. I hope you do, to be honest. Buy yourself a nice Hawaiian shirt. 
get some deck <laughs> shoes and a pair of shorts and uh, maybe you'll swap your notebook, uh, your, you know, your nice leather bound notebook for just like a, bl- a block of floral post-it notes. And you'll, yeah, that's going to be your whole new visage. Yeah, I put on a suit today for the filament and, and it was kind of nice just to... I was also kind of just pleased because I'd lost the weight and I could get into suits that I owned again, which was nice. Satisfying. Sorry, that talking downstairs is really bothering me. There may be some interference in the recording because there's people talking downstairs, but there's not much I can do about that right now. Uh, so apologies to anybody listening. I do, I find when I put back on my own clothes, I feel a lot more comfortable. You know, not that I don't own, not that I don't actually own the clothes I'm wearing. They are mine, but... Yeah, clothes that are more me. It's those little things that are you and were you in, in the long, long ago that you don't have now. They really make you question who you are and what you're doing at the moment. You're mad for this long, long ago talk. I'm trying to build some mythos, Stephen. Forgive me. No, no, you're just trying to give this episode a name. And I'm cutting it out now because I know you can't name it that. No, I actually, you said something a minute ago that I... Well, I'm editing, I can call it whatever I want. No, I, you said something a minute ago that I thought was actually a good name for it, but I can't remember what it was now. But no, th- this one is absolutely going to be called um, a Stephen Ryan Panamanian Drug Lord. <laughs> if you were a Panamanian Drug Lord, what would be your drug you'd smuggle? And how would you do it? Oh, if you're from Panama, cocaine. There's no two ways about that. Like... What Panamanian was going to be fucking smuggling hash? No. <laughs> what self-respecting Panamanian is hauling yolks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's co- the question and answers itself. How would you do it? <laughs> In my asshole, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be one of the more competitive, uh, w- w- widely spread competitors. Yeah, it's, it's really the only way to do it. Otherwise, you're going industrial. So yours going to be like a, a boutique mom and pop operation. <laughs> this homegrown uh, <laughs> farm to nose cocaine. Yeah, up the ass. Okay, and well, now we've got the, the name for the episode. <laughs> Have you any goals for your coming week? I want to... Break free. Yeah, there's a couple of things there. I've a few... I really would like to at least hit £25 down this week. That's my big Great. one. Um, so I'm going to push for that. And I have been quite good with my diet and things, but mm. um, I, I, I need to up the ante with the exercise. And without doing that, I just, I'm not going to be losing it. I'm I'm going to be honest. I can't take you seriously with um, saying your diet's been good when you went to fucking Abracababra and, and are calling it keto. It is keto. It's, I, be, um, I, bet, I, bet, I bet you... Now, Abracababra mightn't stand over the keto aspect, but because keto's, you know, they won't want to say the something that hasn't been, like, ratified or whatever, but it's it's close enough. Oh, I don't know, Steve. And Joyce will back me up. He won't? Okay, he that that's... Yeah, get onto our, on, onto our Twitter page and answer our post. I actually... Jesus Christ, where's it gone? I post that to the wrong page. If I've posted this to my work account, I'm actually going to lose the fucking card. <laughs> oh, I so hope that happens. No. Okay. <laughs> Nearly had a little wee heart stack there. You have it? Uh, no, I don't. But it's not on my work account. So we're good. 
Okay, I reckon uh, we leave it at that. Come back to me next week. Five pounds down. Excellent. Cool. Talk to you, Adam. Have a good evening, Steve. Up yours.